Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I am your co-host Justine, and today we're here with Anthony Hudson, CEO of StreamGo Media. I'm so excited to have you on, Anthony. How are you? Uh, Justine, it's it's very nice to be here with you, and uh, it's nice to be uh, nice to be anywhere right now. I've been under the weather the last few weeks, so mm-hmm. I'm just happy to be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you on. Hope you're feeling better. Yes. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it? Uh, StreamGo Media, we we work in the streaming, uh, streaming space, uh, multi-tier. Uh, we represent feature films, catalogs, studios, to platforms. We're the bridge uh, among the, the tier one platforms and content makers, providers, representatives. Um, we represent films and catalogs with uh, Roku Channel, Hulu Crackle, um, all the all the tier ones and and tier twos and threes also. Um, we also build uh, our own streaming uh, platforms, cross platform, uh, Horror Max, Film Star. Uh, we've got a dozen or so of those. Uh, but what I'm most proud of is we've developed the technology. Uh, that we use to create these platforms and um, everything is done in-house. We, we rely on virtually no outside vendors, uh, self-contained, and which is really important in the market right now with it being as, as volatile as it is. Uh, you know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a very new business. Uh, mm-hmm. Streaming itself has, uh, you know, obviously exploded over the last uh, few years and just been hyperdrived by uh, by COVID, but mm-hmm. it was heading that way anyway. You know, the fact that you take everybody in the world, put them at home for a year, just kind of hit the, the fast forward button on it. So yeah. it all happened two to three years before it would have naturally. Wow. That's good to hear that it's self-contained. Can you expand more on how you've developed the tech to create platforms and just represent well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we started off just like just like everybody else. We started yeah. building small apps and uh, trying to see what audiences would connect with. Because unless you've got a billion dollars behind you, like Netflix or an AMC or a Disney or something like mm. that, you're you're simply not going to compete. Mm. Um, you can build the the greatest app out there that that runs smooth, is a great UI, but you know you're not going to have that level of content. Um, to be able to compete with that at the rate that they're they're putting stuff out, um, so we had a we had different vendors handling different parts of the app, handling uh, hmm. uh, the server end of it, handling all the zeros and ones behind the the scenes that make all that work. And hmm. one by one, is as soon as we started seeing a little bit of success, a little bit of growth, hmm. that's when would pounce and say okay we're gonna wait we, we see you're scaling a little bit um but but you need us because we're integrated mm-hmm. into your operations so starting next week we're going to charge you four times the amount what are you going to do you can't go nowhere mm-hmm. and we said well you know what yeah we can um so we took we we started disassembling the whole operation piece by piece and saying how can we handle this ourselves? And we have a, a wonderful tech team, some wonderful programmers. Uh, and we just uh-huh. started at, at square one, basically scrapped everything and started over. 
and said, how do we do this without relying on anybody else? At least that way, if our ship sinks, at least we know we did it. So Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. So, you know, with digital marketing just ever evolving right now in the industry with technology, has that changed since the beginning compared to now? Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm 44 years old, so I'm, <laughs> I'm actually a little old to be in the the streaming tech game itself, you know, I come yeah. from broadcasting newspapers myself. So yeah, um, the way marketing would have been even five, 10 years ago, just is not the way it is now. Yeah. Uh, we hired some younger people to come in who understands the new, uh, the newer platforms and marketing and all that. And I've gotten such an education myself. It's, it's mm-hmm. been, it's been fun going on this uh, uh, roller coaster you know, I, I had no idea what a TikTok was. Or, <laughs> I didn't. You know, I, I haven't logged into it in a few years, but I still have a MySpace. Mm. <laughs> but, and what we what we realized real quick between the two generations was neither one's mm-hmm. completely right. You know, mm-hmm. you see the the older generation saying, you know, this is the way it's been done for, for 50 years. This is the way it's going to be done, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's why you see, you know, broadcasts and everything going, going in a downward spiral. You have the, the newer generation saying, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And, and for 90% of it, they're, they're correct. But I feel like if you, if you take the best from both worlds and put it together, now you've got something that's, that's really, really competing and, and making a voice. You know, they've showed me things that I just you know, blew my mind as far as some of the algorithms and things like that. And then taking uh, some of the older ways that I think about it and integrate it with what they're doing, we've, we've really found a formula that, that works. Um, you know, one of the, the properties that we represent is Wild America, um, which ran uh, a PBS series, uh, multiple Emmys, won, won a lot of awards, uh, uh, the originator of the outdoor uh, experience. Mm. And we really just started rolling with their social media a couple weeks ago. And I got to give all the credit to the team uh, for this. Uh, well, their, their second post is at 21 million views right now. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, average in around 50,000 per uh, every day that they post. And we're three weeks into this campaign. And wow. I know I could not have done this without the insight of the team that we have, but there were also a few things where even they were going to run for it. And I had to say, you know, let's, let's try it this way. Cause this works in this realm too. And, mm. and finding that mesh between the old guard and the new guard is really, really what I think a lot of people are missing right now. They feel like it has to be one way or another. It doesn't. Yeah, I love that you said that. I'm actually proud to say that I know what MySpace is and I have an account, but awesome. of course forgot the password and I don't even know how to use it anymore. But yeah. I just love the idea of just bridging the gap and, and openness and flexibility that comes with coming from two, di- two, ge- two different generations and moving forward and expanding. How has it been building your team and just learning about differences throughout your journey? Uh I, I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, it was a little little weird at first. Everyone kind of had to feel each other out, and I've, I've got Jason chiming in right now on the meeting. Uh, uh, I said for the older older generation, the, the new technology is is a little bit scary, just mm. for the fact of 
the speed that it's coming. Mm. Uh, you know, you can spend a lot of time mastering something and then it's completely different tomorrow, you know, mm. with an entire different platform and a different, you know, and this is really in, in the marketing of it. You know, yeah. marketing has changed so much just in the last, well, I, I want to say in the last five, 10 years, but if you look over mm. 50, 60 years, oh my God. Um, you know, if you wanted to get your message out, uh, yeah. Look at broadcast television, you know, back when, when MASH had its uh, final episode, you're looking 50, 60 million people all sitting in their living room, watching yes. the same half hour of television at the same time. Yes. That's, uh, that's audience reach. Now, mm. if you're, if you're hitting a 2.53, you're the number one show on TV right now, you know, so everything's become so diluted and there's now so many different ways to talk to people and so many different platforms, things like that. You know, you're lucky if you're getting a hundred, 200, 300,000 people yes. on any platform at one time, more or less at, at one spot because everything's on demand right now. Yeah. So the way the messaging has to happen is, is just completely different and a whole new approach. It's, it's really back to real, the, the guerrilla marketing uh, mm -hmm. aspects of even the the 80s and 90s even all the way back to the 60s and 70s really you're having to find creative ways to appeal to niche groups of people because mm -hmm. you know throwing a big net and hoping to get everybody's just not going to work anymore unless you have a trillion dollar mm -hmm. budget and then then go at it <laughs> but most of us don't um, and, bring, and bringing the team together from those different backgrounds and age groups and and generations has really allowed us to uh, kind of see the best and the worst of, of mm -hmm. all of it. But back to the original question in the beginning, there was an adjustment period because they had to, they had to kind of see where we were coming from, we had to see where they were coming from mm -hmm. and then kind of step back and look at the whole picture. And uh, we call it road mapping. We like to road map everything. How are we going to achieve mm -hmm. a goal, create a road map to, from here to there and everyone jumps into it and we just kind of go from there. Yeah. I love, I just love this conversation because there's, there's just never the same day nowadays, I feel like in marketing, especially with technology. So it's just so, it's so fascinating learning about how different agencies, yeah. you know, work, work around this with technology. What, like, how do you get clients? Would you say it's outbound, inbound, referrals, ads, social media? What's your process? What's well, your clients for us are a little bit different than, than most agencies. You know, mm -hmm. we have clients on the app level, which are viewers. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we need people watching the content that we, we represent. And mm -hmm. that's going to be uh, a lot of social media. That's going to be targeted campaigns. That's going to be uh, running the social media in a way where it's more informational. Or, um, so it, it's community building. Mm. Um, we take a, when we take say Horror Max is is one of our apps. It's a horror movie uh, streaming service. Um, over three thousand horror films that you won't find on any other service, but nobody wants to be told bye, 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 bye. We want to create a community of horror fans who uh, appreciate the, uh, the content selection that's there for what, for what it is. Yeah. And 
connect with other people like that. So, you know, instead of we've, we've kind of changed the, the term from client to community and that's, that's the approach. Oh. That we it. I and, love that. Oh, and on the, on the business end of it, you know, catalogs and studios and things like that, that's, uh, there's really no marketing for that. You know, that's, that's more, uh, direct reach out and, uh, a lot of, lot of Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Zoom, all-time favorite. Yeah. You know, what has, when did you get to a place where it was more stable for you and you and your team were able to just kind of get your foot into like how you're able to make decisions and move forward in your agency? It was, it was about a year and a half in. Um, okay. You know, StreamGo, when, when StreamGo started, um, I wasn't a part of StreamGo when it started. Mm-hmm. Um, I was developing uh, streaming apps myself. I would got in really, really early, um, back when Roku was di- uh, distributing their first products, which had one app on it, which that was Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix didn't have a way to distribute their apps because there were no smart TVs yet. Yeah. So that's how you got Netflix. You had to get some sort of device to attach to your old uh, dumb TV, as they would say. Yeah. And Roku was very smart in what they did because they they did an open world environment where people could create their own apps. Mm. It wasn't just uh, just the corporations building them. So started started developing how to how to build those and things like that. Um, mm. And through the process of time, I met with StreamGo and, and they were shifting out of uh, the digital advertising space into streaming. So that's when I came on and uh, uh, we've been moving forward ever since. Uh, but moving into streaming, even then, mm. uh, we didn't have a catalog. We didn't have, we didn't have really anything to represent. So we started off with uh, with what most everybody starts off with in this business, if you don't have the big backing, uh, public domain movies and things like that. Mm. Uh, and just started stair-stepping, stair-stepping, stair-stepping. Um, I think the biggest thing we did that people should do more of is listen to your audience. Um, all the analytics and all the algorithms and all the information's there. You know, we can... We can go onto an app that, that we own and we can see exactly what they're watching and uh, what's in the queue, what they what they got 10 minutes into and decided not to, to finish. The audience will tell you what they want. You just have to mm. listen. Yeah. Uh, the smartest people in the room can tell you what the audience wants, but the audience will tell you what they want. And that's yeah. So once we started, once we really started focusing on the analytics and, and listening, uh, we were able to put together packages that people wanted to see and subscribership went up and we started, you know, feeling that noose uh, uh, loosen up that, that keeps you from being able to, to move freely within, within the business world. Cause you know, you have, you have to keep the lights on, you have to keep the doors open, mm-hmm. you have to keep the employees paid and, and, you know, there's things that have to happen and sometimes you have to make decisions and moves where, you're focused more on that than you are just creatively growing the company because you know 
without the lights and the people and, and the electricity and things like that, you're, you're not going to be in business very long. And, you know, yeah. there were times in the beginning days where we didn't know month to month if we were going to keep the doors open. And we were, you know, we were there with, with two employees trying to mm -hmm. just grow this thing to a point where it was self-sustainable. Mm -hmm. And and about a year in, uh, we saw it sustain. We saw it go past the uh, must-have amount. We did, you know, we, we really grew fast. I mean, we were double tripling month over month for close to two years. Oh. Because uh, every, every, uh, every new release we would do, we would start signing uh, better movies, bigger, bigger catalogs, things like that. Um, that's when we started developing the, the back end software to relaunch the apps and things like that. And it really just all came together. Uh, but we have really, really good people in place doing what they do. And without any of that, then, then none of it would be there. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, a year is not a long time at all to, to get to a place of being self-sustainable. That's amazing. Uh, it felt like, <laughs> though. It felt like yeah. yeah. When you're doing 18, 19 hours a day, every mm. day, you know, seven days a week, it, it can feel a lot longer than what it is. But yeah, when you look back at it, it's, it's pretty amazing what, what was able to be pulled off but man it was it was a uh, it was a lot yeah so. i bet i love that you mentioned the importance of listening to your audience it's so important because it's i mean it's service based right it's about people and what they need and i just think that's so important for other agency owners to hear as well do you feel like in that listening did you hear back did you have to deal with yes like no's and yeses and doubt or just you know the ups and downs of it Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. and I think you're never going to be able to make everybody happy. Yeah. And if, if you're trying to do that, you're going to fail. You're going to make <laughs> something so bland and so tasteless that eventually everybody's going to go, eh, this ain't that good. You know, mm. you, you got to find your voice. Uh, mm. Whatever your product is, you have to find what the true voice and personality of that product is and then yeah. lean into it. Just lean into it and find the audience that that connects with, because that's going to be your your loyal customer base that comes back time and time again. And that's how you're building brand loyalty is by connecting the true personality. I, I think of every every product we put out as as a person, um, a living, breathing entity with with feelings and thoughts and personality. Now we have yeah. to connect that with the people who who would enjoy that. Because it yeah. not because I don't care what product you put out there, somebody is not going to like it. It could just be the wrong mm. shade of blue or the wrong anything. Somebody's going to hate it. And yeah. if you get caught up on that, then then you're you're doomed from the start. Yeah, you know that's kind of I love that you mentioned that like your voice, your personality. It's almost like every creation has a breath to it. Like what are you breathing yeah. breathing yeah. into it? That's amazing. Yeah, it's like being in, in, in Frankenstein's lab, just creating this stuff and it's alive and let's, let's see what the world thinks of it. And there's an audience for everything out there. There mm -hmm. is, um, the world is so diverse that mm -hmm. there's going to be somebody who connects. Just don't get hung up in the, the negativity. Yeah. So important. What would you, to, to kind of transition, what would you say you're learning right now to up level your agency to the next level? 
better tech, better UI user experience is, is the, the biggest thing that we're focusing on right now. Uh, we want our, our platforms and apps to be uh, the smoothest running, nicest uh, experience for the users. You know, we, we have the content that um, we've connected with our audiences. We found our audiences and uh, we want them to have the, the best experience using the products. So, and, and that's something, honestly, they, it's hard to focus on in the beginning days because yeah. trying to get a product out there, you're, especially when you're developing the tech behind the product too, you want it to work. That's that's mm. the the main focus in the beginning. Does this work? Will it function? Can we launch? Can can people use it? And then it focuses on okay, let's let's shave a little bit off here. Let's make this button a little bit bigger. Maybe this should maybe this should uh, skew over to this screen with a slide versus a button. Uh, just just making it the best experience possible. Mm. And it's things that. A lot of people, they, they just won't notice when they're using it as a user, but subconsciously they'll, they'll, they'll connect with the product more because it's, they, they feel like it's tailored for them and in many ways it is. So mm. we're, we're listening to a lot of focus groups, uh, uh, everything from, you know, how you enter uh, the text on the search bar uh, you know what would you prefer because there's, there's several different ways you can experience that what is the easiest for you what device are you are you watching it on because you know watching on your phone versus a television versus I, I you know for the five people that still watch tv on their laptop you know <laughs> um <laughs> you know every, every device is different every experience is different so how do we uh, how do we present that? Mm. Yeah, I love that. You know, it just it's in the details, right? It's in the details. What would you say is your expertise or your agency's expertise currently right now? Uh, our expertise, uh, hi I think hiring good people has been our expertise. Um, there's any any CEO or upper level management that goes out mm -hmm. there and says, I did this. Is full <laughs> um, you have to have a good team and you have to trust your team. Yeah. You have to trust that they are going to be able to do what the vision is that you've set forth and, mm. and do it in a way that'll, that'll benefit the company, the customer, everybody. Mm. So, I mean, it, I, no, I think it all begins around, having the right people in your key positions. Yeah. I love that you keep mentioning your team, your community, you know, just really emphasizing, emphasizes the importance on building relationships. Would you say that just trust or navigating trust is one of your core values in your agency? It is. And, yeah. you know, it, it's funny. I don't think it's touched on enough. Uh, yeah. In a very impersonal world, relationships are really what drives business. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a challenge. Um, yeah. you know, we're seeing a world right now that we we've, we've never seen before, you know, the, the sense of community and, and togetherness and things like that. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's not there like it was five, 10, you know, 20 years ago. I mean, even, even in the smallest segments of even just TV watching, you know, everything's yeah. by, well, by a point, 
uh, you know, it used to be appointment television, be there Thursday at eight o'clock and you can watch yeah. this just like a movie theater across the country. People are watching this at the same time. And you know, this is, it's not like that anymore. Everybody, everybody watches on their own time, their own schedule. They're not going to be, they're not going to be tied into a, I have to be somewhere at a certain time to experience what? No, I ain't doing that. No, I'm, I'm doing it on my time. And that it, it allows a freedom that we've never seen before, especially in entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. But it also does create a, a little bit of a disconnect. I think. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know, you mentioned the smart TVs and we I recently just got a smart TV and I was like, wow, the difference between watching on my computer to watching on the screen. I don't even need a Roku anymore. I could just connect my phone to it. Just that small mm-hmm. difference is, you know, it's just telling compared to the past when we'd all watch Bachelorette at 8 p.m. with my family at a certain time, you know? There's just so much change. What do you feel like has changed a lot within your agency so far right now? Uh, We've we've been very lucky. We've been kind of Mm -hmm. able to ride right along with it with the changes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've we've went from the introduction to the smart TV to... uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much the standard now. You're, you're not going to go and do they, do they, I don't think they sell non-smart TVs anymore, do they? I don't think so. Cause it seemed yeah. like all of them were. And I was like, oh, wow. None of these require Roku. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think any of them sell. Yeah. Uh, and that now you're seeing the Roku built into the TV. You have your, your Roku TV and your Vizio TV and <clears throat> yeah. they're all developing their tech within the, the, the TV is the box. Now the TV mm-hmm. is the streaming box. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they just took the little box and added a big screen to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I, you know, uh, the big thing in, in streaming right now that everyone has to adapt to a lot is security. Mm. Uh, you know, with anything digital, anything uh, uh, being transmitted, there's always security concerns. You know, whether it's the, the customer's information or the content itself that is uh, proprietary to the, the the producers that have created it. You know, mm-hmm. once it gets, you know, ripped and thrown out there into the, the YouTube seas of the, uh, the world, it, it's hard to recontain. Yeah. So platforms are, are really focusing on uh, the security on, on both ends, the front and the back end. Uh, to mm. keep every, everything private and and uh, non-reachable because with anything that's developed, as soon as it's developed, there's somebody out there trying to figure out ways to hack it. That's just life. So we've got mm. to stay one, one uh, preferably three steps ahead. Mm. That's, uh, that's, that's the biggest concern right now. Yeah. And, you know, especially for young content, uh, makers out there you know there has never been a time in history that is more content uh producer friendly than is right now if you're a content producer this is your time this is you know you you have more opportunity right now than you've ever had you know going back to the old uh studio days of hollywood if you weren't in hollywood and you didn't have that in with a studio or a producer you were not getting seen that was that was it you know the the stories of, of getting discovered in a uh, a gas station or things like that were very few and far between. We're talking, you know, yeah. lightning strike kind of things. Now you have 
unlimited platforms. You have unlimited channels. You have everyone's walking around with a camera right now in their pocket that would have cost, you know, $50,000, $60,000 just 15 years ago. You know, a, a producible camera that can make, you know, high-end content. It's if, if there's any reason not to, to make the content that you see that, that you want to make, I, I just can't see it. Um, yeah. There, there's a home for it somewhere. Mm-hmm. It, the opportunities are endless, you know, you just, endless. yeah, that's what you're yeah. speaking on. I think that's so amazing. Do you, do you think that your agency kind of, from the beginning compared to now, would you say that the way that you're able to help serve your community with technology, do you feel like you're creating a huge impact on their lives and their stories and, you know? I, I hope so. Um, yeah. We all want to, we all want to kind of create our footprint there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've recently just opened up our, our facilities to local college students who are, uh, who are interested in the field and, and uh, we're moving into content production ourselves. Um, the uh, Whacked Out Sports franchise, we have uh, taken that over and we're actually rebooting the show, the Fox show from uh, uh, 2007. Uh, we've got a new season that begins production here in a few weeks. And wow. uh, um, we're going to have a, a bunch of people come in and, and start learning the craft because you know we're we got to find that next generation that's gonna gonna be running this after after our time is is up so (laughs) yeah that's amazing long-term thinking i have really enjoyed this conversation do you have any advice for agency owners and peers listening to this right now don't give up like i said there were there were days and months we did not know uh, if the doors were going to stay open and chances were really good that they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just got to keep, if, if you believe in what you're doing, then do not give up on it. I don't care if you have to go out and take a second or third job to, to support it while you're, while you're building it. Um, keep going with it and surround yourself with people smarter than you. Yes. Because, you know, what would have worked and the successes that you have found as a, as a, as a person, you know, in the past, they, they may not apply now, you know, the world Mm -hmm. is changing and you need, you need to surround yourself with people who fully understand the changes that are happening around you. So, it really goes back to the team. Uh, do not sacrifice on finding the right people, the right mm. people and the right, uh, the right counsel will, will be the difference on, on whether you grow or not and, uh, treat them well. Don't, don't, uh, don't put them in a situation where they, uh, go somewhere else just to feel heard. I love that. It's really great advice. I know that listeners hearing this will honestly be inspired by this, by this call. Yeah. Thank you so much. How can people get in contact with you? I uh, just uh, streamgomedia.com. Uh, I'll, I'll put mine out there. Anthony at streamgomedia. Um, I spend the, the first hour of my day just going through email uh, and check them all. So 
uh, reach out and uh, it's, it's, it's been fun. Amazing. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you.